0: section 15 of ontario public school geography this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org ontario public school geography by the educational book company of toronto section 15 north america the province of quebec position extent and people the province of quebec lies along both banks of the st lawrence river for almost its entire length to the south quebec borders upon new brunswick the united states and ontario and stretches northward as far as hudson strait to the east the coast of labrador separates it from the atlantic to the west are the province of ontario and hudson bay from east to west it extends for a distance of over one thousand miles from north to south for about 1200 miles it is the largest province of canada being over five hundred ninety thousand square miles in extent it is about five times as large as england scotland and ireland together about four-fifths of the population of quebec are descendants of the original french settlers and speak french as their native tongue the remaining fifth chiefly of british descent are found principally in the cities and in the eastern townships surface and soil the province of quebec falls naturally into three well-marked areas the northern or laurentian area comprising by far the greater part of the province the valley of the saint lawrence extending along the river from the city of montreal to the western extremity of the province and the appalachian area in the southeastern corner of the province the great laurentian tableland of quebec extends from hudson strait and angava bay southward and eastward to a varying but never great distance from the gulf of st lawrence and the st lawrence river the southern edge of the tableland closely follows the north shore of the gulf the estuary and the river st lawrence from the strait of belle isle to within twenty miles of the city of quebec there it runs away from the river but still follows its general course at a varying distance until it meets the ottawa river about halfway between the cities of ottawa and montreal much of its great tableland is yet unsurveyed it is a rolling land of rounded hills and gentle valleys with lakes and streams beyond all counting the forest covers it from the southern edge of the latitude of ungava bay where the northern plain begins the lakes along the southern border are the sources of numbers of unfailing streams which flowing over the edge of the highland in rapids and cascades provide enormous water power for the valley to the south to the south of the saint lawrence a spur of the appalachian mountains enters quebec east of lake champlain and extends to the northeast right to the tip of Gaspe peninsula these are the notre dame mountains southeast of this range is the rolling country of the section known as the eastern townships where is found some of the best farming and grazing land in canada Bounded by the laurentian highland on the north and the notre dame mountains on the south lies the plain of the saint lawrence valley The whole of the plain is splendid agricultural land with a deep rich soil of clay and sand. The greater part of it is laid out in well-tilled farms and is dotted with thriving towns and cities. Rivers The mighty St. Lawrence, the chief river of Canada and one of the great rivers of the world, is of incalculable value, not only to Quebec, but also to the whole country. Unlike the Orinoco, the Nile, or the Mississippi, it does not lose itself in a vast alluvial delta its banks are clear cut to the ocean's edge and a broad deep channel extends from its mouth into the heart of the atlantic above quebec its average width is two miles below that city it rapidly widens at the saguenay it is twenty miles wide at matane thirty miles and at anticosti island one hundred miles its link from anticosti island to lake ontario is six hundred eighty miles the largest ocean steamers ascend the river to montreal almost one thousand miles inland from the Strait of belle isle no other country has its greatest seaport at so great a distance from the open ocean the only tributary of any size falling into the saint lawrence on the south bank is the richelieu river which drains lake champlain into the saint lawrence this river was the route taken in the old days by the french soldiers and their Indian allies for their forays against the English colonies to the south. Today, boats on peaceful errands pass through it to Lake Champlain, and thence down the Hudson River to New York in the United States. The Ottawa River, the chief tributary of the St. Lawrence, drains an area of 80,000 square miles in the provinces of Quebec and Ontario. After flowing for 600 miles, marking throughout a great part of its course the boundary between the two provinces, it empties into the st lawrence by four mouths forming several islands of which the most important is the island of montreal with the help of two small canals the ottawa is navigable from montreal to ottawa here the chaudiere falls form an impassable barrier although steamers ply on the upper reaches of the river the waters of the ottawa like those of all the rivers flowing from the laurentian highland are dark in color The water poured into the St. Lawrence does not mix with the bright waters drawn by that river from the great settling basins of the Great Lakes, but flows on a separate current, readily distinguishable from that of the main stream, from the mouth of the Ottawa to the sea. The Saguenay River is the outlet for the waters of beautiful Lake St. John. It is a dark, gloomy stream, flowing between walls of rock approaching close to the river on either side. The scenery is magnificent. The water power on the river is enormous and is being rapidly developed. The St. Maurice River drains the country lying between the basins of the Ottawa and the Sanguine. The Shewinigan Falls are among the finest in Canada. Electric power derived from them serves Montreal in its vicinity. The falls of the Montmorency River, six miles distant from the city of Quebec, is another of the beauty spots of the Dominion. The river leaps over a sheer precipice 250 feet high. Climate the climate of quebec is extremely varied as indeed must be the case in a province of such great extent in the valley of the st lawrence the summers are hot below quebec the summers are moderated by proximity to the cold waters of the gulf and in this area spring is later than it is farther to the southwest all over the province the winters are cold with a heavy snowfall for about five months of the year the st lawrence river is ice-bound During the winter, the farmers of the province use the frozen lakes and rivers as highways for the transport of their produce to market. The heavy snowfall aids lumbering greatly. Agriculture Quebec is one of the great agricultural provinces of Canada. Hay, oats, potatoes, turnips, and wheat are the most valuable crops, but corn, barley, buckwheat, beans, peas, and rye are also largely grown. Dairy products are a very important item in the total farm production. And stock raising is a growing industry. Apples, plums, and melons are the chief fruits grown. Quebec is the banner maple sugar province of the Dominion. Almost every farm has its maple sugar bush. Lumbering The timber trade follows agriculture in importance. In the north, the predominant trees are pine, spruce, and fir, while farther south are maple, oak, elm and other hardwoods. Much of the timber cut in the north is made into pulp and subsequently into paper. There are large pulp and paper mills at many points in the province. The greater part of the timber cut is exported to the United States, Great Britain, France, and South America. Only a very small part of the immense forest area of the province has been touched so that the industries which depend upon the forest are assured of an abundant supply of raw material for many years to come. Large areas, containing in all over 8,200 square miles, have been set aside by the provincial government as forest reserves, thus giving further assurance that the lumber supply will not soon be exhausted. Mining The mineral resources of Quebec are as yet little known. The whole extent of the Laurentian highland may yet prove rich in minerals, and already the little-explored district northeast of Lake St. John has given evidence of rich deposits of many kind. At present, the most valuable commercial mineral is asbestos, with which Quebec practically supplies the whole world. Copper, iron, mica, molybdenite, and graphite are also mined. Valuable copper and other ore deposits are now being developed at Rhine. In the northern part of the province near the border of Ontario, cement and phosphate of lime, a valuable fertilizer, are produced in large quantities. Fishing Fishing is an important industry along the shores of the St. Lawrence and in the Gulf. In many cases, the habitants along the St. Lawrence River combine fishing with farming. The chief fish caught are salmon, cod, herring, and mackerel. Manufacturing Quebec ranks second only to Ontario in the amount and value of its manufactures. The abundance of water power almost everywhere in the province compensates for the absence of coal. The chief manufactures are sugar, woolen and cotton goods, boots and shoes, pulp and paper, tobacco and cigars, furs and hats, machinery, railway cars, musical instruments, cutlery, rifles, and gunpowder. Cities and Towns Quebec, the provincial capital, is perhaps the most interesting of all Canadian cities and certainly is the most picturesque. Upon the bold and precipitous height of Cape Diamond, crowned with the ancient citadel of Quebec, is built the upper town, while the lower town, the older portion of the city, spreads over the base of the promontory. In the steep and narrow streets of the lower town are still to be seen the old stone houses built before General Wolfe, upon the plains of Abraham, into the dominion of France in the New World. The modern city contains many splendid buildings, among which may be mentioned the legislative buildings, the courthouse, the city hall, and the imposing structures of Laval University. The harbor of Quebec is large enough to hold a navy and deep enough to float the largest vessels built. The city is the headquarters for the export of timber. The Montmorency Falls provide electricity for the city's use. The manufactures are varied and important, including leather goods, lumber, boots and shoes, furs, and tobacco. Across the St. Lawrence from Quebec is Lévis, which has a large dry dock not far distant on the north bank of the saint lawrence is the celebrated shrine of saint anne de beaupré which is yearly visited by thousands of pilgrims a short distance above the city the saint lawrence is spanned by the quebec bridge a monument to the skill of canadian engineers the difficulties of building so huge a structure over the broad and steep saint lawrence were very great the completion of the bridge in 1918 marked the accomplishment of one of the greatest engineering feats ever attempted montreal the largest city in the dominion owes its greatness to its admirable position it is situated far inland so that it serves as a distributing centre for great area of surrounding country at the same time it is at the head of summer navigation for the larger ocean vessels and through it passes the major portion of canada's overseas imports and exports furthermore it is surrounded by one of the finest agricultural districts in the dominion and this contributes materially to the prosperity of the city the city is built upon the east side of montreal island which lies in the Saint Lawrence at its confluence with the Ottawa River this small island only 32 miles long by 11 miles wide is one of the most important in the world upon it live over 12 million people the city stretches for miles along the riverfront while behind it rises the beautiful mont royal a fitting background for a noble city the buildings are largely of limestone quarried from mont royal and these enhance the appearance of solid prosperity which characterizes the city the harbor of montreal is well provided with docks and with facilities for the handling of incoming and outgoing products montreal is not only the commercial center but it is also one of the chief manufacturing cities of the dominion the principal car shops of the canadian national and canadian pacific railways are located there the city is also the educational center of the province being the home of mcgill university and the university of montreal its public buildings include many churches monuments hospitals, and charitable institutions. At St. Anne de Bellevue, near the city is MacDonald College, one of the best equipped agricultural colleges in Canada. Westmount, lying side-by-side with Montreal, is peculiarly a residential city. Hull is built upon the north bank of the Ottawa River, opposite the city of Ottawa, with which it is connected by three bridges. Its inhabitants are employed mainly in manufacturing wood products, such as lumber, wood pulp, paper, woodenware, and matches. Sherbrooke, the chief city of the eastern townships, rivals Hull as an industrial center. Its cotton and woolen mills and its machine shop are operated by power obtained from the St. Francis River. They are among the largest and best in Canada. Drummondville, the center of the Quebec silk industry. Arvida, with a huge aluminum plant. Verdun, Three Rivers, La Chine, St. Hyacinth, Valleyfield, Grand Mare, and Shawinigan Falls, are among the towns which contribute to Quebec's manufacturing output. This has been steadily increasing as the natural resources of the province and its magnificent water powers have been gradually developed. So great are these resources that a splendid industrial future may be confidently predicted for the province, which, historically at least, is the core of the dominion. End of section 15.